by the homeland security of the U.S. on the same day that Britain publishes its own target list. They say that's no coincidence. And most people won't read through this huge PDF that was given to all members of Homeland Security. It all goes all the way down to the police forces in your local area, remember? And you'll find somewhere, if you have any view at all on anything at all to do with how things were, and the idea of having rights or property, then you're on that list. Because that's what's coming out now. The old man has to go under the, the totalitarian regime that is set up completely in control in governments across the world. Back with more after these messages. Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt. We're cutting through the matrix. And just mentioning that everything is so wrapped up now and and regulated by a world system of governorship, basically. That's what it really is. They call it governance, global governance. People even know that they've been teaching courses in some universities for for years on this thing as they happily go off to the voting polls to, to, to vote for what they think is a national government. And I've never looked into the treaties signed since the setup of the United Nations and the many treaties that are signed annually by the federal government and the UN. That's what they call creating closer ties. This is the terminology they use as you sign all these treaties, closer ties. That's all you heard from the 70s to the, through the 90s as they were setting up the European Union and lying to the public, they kept saying that uh, the Prime Minister was meeting the other Prime Ministers to forge closer ties. And what they were forging, of course, was a, a massive wake of paper trails and treaties that were all signing. They said it would take years to unlock, therefore no one could ever do it. That's what they said. Legality. Legalization. It takes me back to the, the, the various movies that were out, Devil's Advocate being one of them, where... Lucifer, the Lucifer character, a very good, funny movie too. He actually says that he doesn't make people do anything. He'll he'll give you choices. But he also said, he says, how do you think we're taking over the world? He says, it's by lawyers. We turn out vast armies of them every year, more and more lawyers. Because that's how you change the world, through legality. That's how the Fabians said they would do it. They'd infiltrate all governments with their network, and from within they change it all. Meanwhile, anyone who advocates any other means is now on their hit list for extermination, basically, because they will tolerate no, no rivalry of any kind. And how they got in was simple, because, you see, they were so heavily funded by the international bankers in the first place, they couldn't fail. Very, very simple. No one could possibly rival that. Here's the Washington Times uh, talking about the Homeland Security actually created an extremist dictionary for all their members to read with classifications and definitions of groups down to individuals inside. And they're trying to say that they pulled it. Now, they didn't pull it at all. Don't ever kid yourself. They pulled it because it's the second time this has cropped up. And it certainly is in, 
and use today. As the Fabians who run everything now worldwide look at all their potential foes. And that means also those with old-fashioned ideas, as I say, about property and, and individual rights, etc. It says, Homeland Agency pulled back extremist dictionary, which of course they created. Black power, white supremacist, abortion foes make the list. The, the same Homeland Security Department office that categorized veterans as potential terrorists. And I said that years ago, that's what they'd do, because after the Vietnam War, uh, they were scared at that time that now they had people coming back who were trained in military affairs and weaponry, etc. They were not too happy the changes being wrought back home as it was being Fabianized or communized. So they made contingency plans to deal with this in future wars. That's why they'll get sick now after a couple of years in the military. They're of no use to themselves. They're very, very sick and they couldn't fight anyway. So they, they dealt with that issue and that's ongoing today. So it says here, uh, veterans as potential terrorists issued an earlier report that defined dozens of extremists ranging from black power activists to abortion foes. Now what is an abortion foe? Is anyone who's got a contrary opinion to the, well, that which is now mandatory to have? The report was nixed within hours and recalled from state and local law enforcement officials. Well, they already got it electronically. And they already had a type out before that anyway. It's whites and blacks, Christians and Jews, Cubans and Mexicans, along with tax-hating Americans. You understand the terminology they're using, tax-hating. Is this like hate laws? Years ago, getting off this particular article for a second, years ago I said that terms were coming in from the Soviet Union to be used here. We had the political correctness, it was a direct translation. Then there was also anti-government. This term started to be leaked out and used in the 90s. Anti Anybody who had a, uh, some complaint about it was suddenly anti-government, because you see, that was one of the first laws that the Soviets put on the book. Anyone objecting to the government was anti-government, even if it was about a certain policy or something. That's now being used with a broad brush here now as well. Getting back to the article, tax-hating Americans were among several political leanings, among several political leanings listed in the domestic extremist lexicon that came out of the home of intelligence and analysis in late March. The lexicon lists definitions for key terms and phrases used by homeland security analysts that addresses the nature and scope of the threat that domestic non-Islamic extremism poses to the United States, the report said. There's also a complete PDF, and I'll put the link up on my website, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. You can read it right through at your leisure. Read through it because you'll find, as I say, they'll put the usual ones on top to put you off. Uh, just keep going down and through it, and you'll find you're on there somewhere. But what amazed me, too, reading the PDF, was how many of the same tactics have been used and are still used by the foundations the big foundations that fund all the NGOs themselves to gain power. It's so typical of them. They'll, they'll, they'll complain about anyone else using the same techniques. It says black separatism was defined as a movement, they said, advocates the establishment of a separate nation within the United States and its members advocate or engage in criminal activity and plot acts of violence 
directed towards law enforcement to advance their goals. Black power is a term used by black separatists to describe their pride in and perceived superiority of the black race, the report said. Under the listing anti-abortionist extremism, the election cites a movement that advocates violence against providers of abortion-related services. Do you ever stop and stand back and just look at everything and shake your head? It's not, it's not a matter of, of actually taking a side on anything. It's using your rationality to see what you're looking at. Do you know what an abortion entails? Think about it. Yet here's people who are anti-abortion extremism and it cites a movement that advocates violence against providers of abortion-related services. Invasive surgery of that nature is a violent act. Isn't it? People don't think about, they immediately jump on sides. They don't stand back and look. It notes that some people in the movement cite various racist and anti-Semitic beliefs to justify their criminal activities. It was not an, this lexicon was not an authorized I&A product, or oh, no kidding. And it was recalled as soon as management discovered it had been released without authorization. That's them covering up, you know what? Said Amy Kudwa, Homeland Security spokeswoman. PR is what they have. Everything goes through PR, who must cushion the truth. This product is not, nor was ever, in operational use, which is nonsense, because all of these terms that, that they have through this whole PDF is used on the Enchelin programs with the security services for, for total information network retrieval. Anything that you use in these phrases on telephone calls, if it's written in emails, is all being immediately picked up by computers, etc. And they know who you are and what you said. This is Representative Peter T. King, New York Republican and ranking member of the House Homeland Security Committee, said... The report causes further concern that Congress, Congress needs to get to the bottom of exactly how DHS determines what intelligence products to distribute to law enforcement officials around the country. What they really mean is what they should tell the public that they're up to. That's what it was about. But as I say, it's quite fascinating when you look through it. It's quite fascinating indeed. And there's so much of it there, you know. It's, uh, and it was unclassified, you know, it said for, for official use only. And it's got, uh, and inside it's got right-wing extremism, a movement of right-wing groups or individuals who can broadly be divided into those who are primarily hate-orientated. Hate-oriented. And those who are mainly anti-government, see there's that term again, and reject federal authority in favor of state or local authority. You know, these guys would have wrapped up all the founding fathers and locked them up. Because remember, the United States, for instance, was to be a federation where anyone could pull out of it if they wished to, if the federal part broke its contract. It says here, secondary target... Plans or attacks directed against parties, secondary targets, that provide direct financial, logistic, or physical support to the primary target of an organized campaign.
has a goal of coercing those parties to end their engagement with a primary target. It sounds like those that finance the politicians, doesn't it? Such hypocrisy written in here. Secondary targets can include customers of or suppliers to a primary target or employees of a primary target organization. Don't you just love lawyers and how they word things? Can you imagine having a dinner with one of these characters? Single-issue extremist groups, groups or individuals who focus on a single issue or cause, such as animal rights, environmental, or who funds all environmental groups, who set them up, the foundations did, or anti-abortion extremism. I'll be back with more on this topic after these messages. This is Cutting Through the Matrix. Reading this dictionary of all the various groups and individuals who are targeted by Homeland Security, this all-encompassing institution that brings together all people in all kinds of uniforms who get payment from the government. Even goes down to the postman, apparently. But that ties in with the speech we heard right after 9-11 where I think the president says everyone with a uniform get it on he says get it on I says what's, what's this what is this well they already had the whole deal made up on paper and all they had to do was put it into motion now we're seeing what the real agenda is and here's something to do with the old man that I talk about the old man who thought he was born with rights etc this is a sovereign citizen movement. He's down on the list as well. It says it's a right-wing extremist movement composed of groups or individuals who reject the notion of U.S. citizenship. They claim to follow only what they believe to be God's law or common law and the original Ten Amendments or Bill of Rights to the U.S. Constitution. They believe they're emancipated from all other responsibilities associated with being a U.S. citizen such as paying taxes, possessing a driver's license and motor vehicle registration, or holding a social security number. They generally do not recognize federal or state government authority or laws. Several sovereign citizen groups in the United States produce fraudulent documents for their members in lieu of legitimate government-issued forms of identification. Members have been known to advocate or engage in criminal activity and plot acts of violence and terrorism in an attempt to advance their extremist goals. They often target government officials and law enforcement. Do you see the double-speak in this? I mean, who's really doing what to whom? Think about that. Who's doing what to whom? You see, over the years, the totalitarians, as I say, infiltrated and took over the governments of the Western world, the Fabians. The difference being, according to them, that they did it legally. They did it from within the existing institutions and governments and voting and so on. And that's the only way they can do it. But, but that method, uh, again, means that anyone with the money and the power, any system could have been brought in. There was fascism, Hitlerism, Sovietism, it's a, and what you've got is a blend of all of that because you see the same folks, uh, Fabians helped set up the, those two systems and we've gone over the history of that before. Remember what the Club of Rome said, they favored the collectivist system, meaning the Soviet system. That's what you're seeing brought in. And that's 
why you're seeing all the same laws passed that they passed in the Soviet Union right from the start. Anti-government laws. It says here, tax resistance movement, groups or individuals who vehemently believe taxes violate their constitutional rights. Well, actually they do. See, they do. Among their beliefs are that wages are not income, that paying income taxes is voluntary, and that the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution, which allowed Congress to levy taxes on income, was not properly ratified. Well, well, you see, even in the rights of man and all the rest of it, and in, even in the Marxist manifesto, Karl Marx said, and these guys know this, the guys who wrote this article here, because, you see, Karl Marx worked for them in his day. And he said that when you take taxes from a person, that's their livelihood. They worked for it. It was, he said it was, actually stealing their wages, or it was, in fact, slavery. See, in slavery, you can either put your time in voluntarily to pay off that which you owe, or they say you owe, or you can use the currency. That's how it's worked out. They simply take the currency off you. And it says here, members have been known to advocate or engage in criminal activities or plot acts of violence and terrorism and attempt to advance their cause, blah, 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 blah. They often target government entities such as the Internal Revenue System and Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives. Really? They go through a whole bunch of groups, even individuals who have these opinions are targeted here. If you don't come down with the politically correct opinions, remember George Orwell's 1984. You had to have a bland face in the street. You had to see all the politically correct answers in conversation. Or you're immediately suspect. That's where we are now. And the Fabians that Orwell was talking about are completely in charge. Yesterday I went over the stuff by Newt Gingrich to do with his pal Al Gore and others using their own terms when they, when they talk about themselves, that we did this and we did that. We're talking about the Fabian society, the global society. Violent anti-war extremism. You're down there too. A movement of groups or individuals who advocate or engage in criminal activity and plot acts of violence and terrorism in an attempt to voice their opposition to the U.S. government and war-related activities. Violent religious sects. Remember Margaret Thatcher and her speech at Massey Hall back in the early 90s? The, 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 the title of her speech was called The New World Order. And she talked about the coming war against religious fundamentalism. This is before Gulf War Part Two, And uh, this is what they're up to now. And they kicked it off when Clinton was in too, mind you. They kicked off the idea. They always give you a big show to kick off an idea. And that's why they targeted Waco and burned it to the ground and bowed to the flames at the end as the American people chewed their gum and said they probably deserved it. So back with more after these messages. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network because you can handle the truth.
through the matrix, going over this supposedly unauthorized but authorized classification system that was published by Homeland Security and sent out to all our different departments to tell them who to be paranoid about and who to investigate and who to lean on, etc. And the effect of it will be that people will climb up in the streets because you better watch what you say now and to whom you say it. You can't have your own opinion anymore, authorized opinions only. You can talk about sports, you can talk about people on the boob tube, you can talk about Hollywood, etc. But just don't talk about anything that matters, that could be termed dangerous. You're a thinker, and thinkers are definitely dangerous to this agenda and this system. They go through the violent religious groups, Extremist groups predisposed towards violence. These groups often stockpile weapons, sounds like the government, conduct paramilitary training, and share a paranoid interpretation of current world events. It sounds like the think tanks that work for the governments, doesn't it, the ones I've read from, which they often associate with the end of the world. They perceive outsiders as enemies or evil influences, display intense xenophobia. It sounds exactly like governments and homeland security because the published lists and lists of Muslims and, and different ethnic races. Did you see what I'm saying about the hypocrisy? That's called projection. Projection, you see, in psychiatry. They project what they are themselves onto others. This is strong distrust of the government and, and exercise extreme physical or psychological control over group members. We've all heard about waterboarding and so on, what these guys do to other people. This is government. Eh? Sometimes isolating them from society, go to Guantanamo Bay and other places across the world, or subjecting them to physical, that's exactly what they've been doing all along under terrorism, or sexual abuse and harsh initiation practices. We saw it all on TV, with the prisoners chained up like dogs and the girl behind it laughing away. It also sounds like the Bohemian Grove that all these characters at the top go to, doesn't it? But if you go down through all this massive list here, you'll find yourselves and those who believe in patriotism, rights, uh, collecting gold and silver, all of that stuff. It's all on there. It's all on there. Yeah. So you, you know that any radio shows are targeted to are on the list already. In fact, I've gone over the law that was passed that allows Homeland Security to make lists of all the talk show hosts record all their shows, even from years past, going back through it to see if it said any, anything anti-government. And this is all done under the guise of protecting what? You see, it's protecting the guys that hijacked government long ago. That's what it's all about. Here's from the UK, May the 5th, BBC. Now, he published this on the same day. UK least wanted list published. Guess what? It's all the same names that are on this one from Homeland Security. The names of some of the people barred from entering the UK for fostering extremism or hatred have been published for the first time well, to the public. Yeah, Islamic extremists. Is that xenophobia? White supremacists and a US radio host are among 16 of 22 excluded in the five months to March to have been named by the Home Office. The Home Office deals with the British 
Homeland Security. It used to be just the, the police and officialdom. Now it's a whole kid and caboodle. Since 2005, the UK has been able to ban people who promote hatred, terrorist violence, or serious criminal activity. Home Secretary Jackie Smith, this is the woman who puts porn films down on her, her, her expenses and, and puts it into the government, said coming to the UK should be a privilege. Well, everything in the UK is a privilege. It's a privilege you're born there. It's a privilege you, you, you put down as a taxpayer. Because, you see, in their democracy, there are no rights. There's only privileges granted by the Crown. Ms. Smith said the public interest was against naming the remaining six. For example, on the grounds, it could reveal the type of information being held about them. Britain's awfully good at that, too, but keeping secrets. The Muslim Council of Britain says the government should not act against people, whatever their views, unless they have broken the law. However, Ms. Smith said granting free speech did not provide a license to preach hatred and that those who banned, they were banned had clearly overstepped the mark with the attitudes they had expressed. Naming them enables people to see the sorts of unacceptable behavior we're not willing to have in this country. Do you remember the term that started to come out in schools? They've already trained the, the generation who comes up into being padded down and frisked going through schools, having their lockers searched, and almost like being in a prison, really. They're, they're training in that way. And they've grown up now. They're in their 20s. Some of them in their 25 or so. And they kept brought in what they called zero tolerance. We heard that term, zero tolerance came from the top down, started in schools. And then it spread out. Then the cops wanted zero tolerance, where there'd be no drinking at all and driving. As they kept bringing down the limits. Zero. Cops bring in zero. The cops are not supposed to bring in anything. The cops are supposed to do what they're told by the government. Once you start making their own policies, you're in trouble. It says, coming to this country is a privilege. We won't allow people in this country who are going to propagate the sort of views that fundamentally go against our values. Well, what values? I saw them change. I lived through the changes of the values as these Fabians took over everything. You see, the ones who change the system are paranoid that others might change the system from the system they've now created. That's why they're so paranoid. But the values have been turned absolutely upside down in every social aspect. Ms. Smith had announced in October the tightening of rules determining who could come to the UK. Remember, this also obviously means all those who are already there. A presumption in favour of exclusion was introduced that meant it would be up to the individual concerned to prove they would not stir up tension after arrival. How could that happen before you get there? How could you prove it? On the list of those banned between October and March are Hamas MP Yunus al-Astral and Jewish extremist Mike Guzovsky. Also excluded are two leaders of a violent Russian skinhead gang, ex-Ku Klux Klan Grand Wizard Stephen Don Black, and neo-Nazi Eric Glebe. Fred Waldron Phelps, senior, a 79-year-old American Baptist pastor, and his daughter Shirley Phelps Roper are barred for their anti-gay comments. Both have picketed the funerals of AIDS victims and celebrated the death of U.S. soldiers as punishment of U.S. tolerance, tolerance for, of homosexuality. Talk show host Michael Savage, real name Michael Weiner, is also excluded. His views on immigration, Islam, rape and autism have caused great offense in America. 
I don't know, when you look into the modern movies, you, how can you be offended if you sit and gorge these things that gives you the culture? Because it's a culture creation industry. They don't reflect it back. They're always ahead of you, giving you what you'll adopt. It says if people are keeping their odious views to themselves, that's their business. We should not be in the business of policing people's minds. Well, they already are. That's called political correctness. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? He added that internet, internet broadcast meant that speeches could be screened from abroad into UK meetings in a way. Terrified of all this stuff. So anyway, that's what's happening in the world. It's totalitarianism and those who've taken over the governments and planned the world society, not the, the wonderful, happy utopia where we all live together, etc., but a planned, organized authoritarian society. They're petrified that the public will go against them. Any part of the public will go against them. And under the guise, you know how they got to where they are and got voted in time after time after time by pretending they were the most liberal and tolerant of all. In fact, they used to be slogans. They used all these slogans. They were to have toleration for everything and everybody. And in reality, they're the most intolerant of all. They pass laws. They don't allow you to have opinions. They pass laws and enforce them. That was the Fabian strategy by the big Astor family who were sent over to fund them and who helped fund the Royal Institute of International Affairs and all the other ones too, CFR, etc., on behalf of the global bankers. They did a, a survey test type of a thing recently too to do with flu pandemics and it was ongoing for years. They did one in 2006 as well that now revealed and guess who was in charge of it? The Bank of England. See, the guys at the top are in charge of everything because everything boils down to economics. Economics. Here's an article here. Pilots refuse to take part in national identity card trials. This is from The Guardian. Monday the 4th of May. Airline pilots are to become the first group of, to refuse to take part in the national identity scheme when compulsory trials, compulsory, start at Manchester and London City airports this autumn. The British Airline Pilots Association, which represents more than 80% of commercial airline pilots, is to mount a legal challenge to home office plans, that's their homeland again, to use critical airside workers as the first compulsory guinea pigs for the scheme. Members of Parliament are shot to be asked to approve the powers to compel the pirates and other airside workers at the two airports to register for the National ID Card Scheme as part of their pre-employment checks. Now listen to this. This is standard democracy. The £30 fee, which was 60 bucks, is to be waived as an incentive for them to sign up to get them started. Then it, then it kicks in again, of course, to re-register. I've always said that about this wonderful Fabian democracy. We pay for every chain that's made. We pay for every one. Everything's a fee. And they make it so by law. You realize it's limitless what they can do with laws? When there's fee attached, attached to them, they can take away everything you have. If you can't cough up. But we pay.
pay for every chain, every link on that chain we pay for. Since the pilots' unions protested to ministers that the £18 million scheme cannot be regarded as voluntary when they're being told they will not qualify for an airside pass without them. ID cards will have absolutely no value as far as security is concerned. Well, they already know that. There's nothing other than coercion. This is nothing other than coercion and promises that ID cards would be voluntary have been broken. Because that's what they said, all this stuff is going to be voluntary. Jim McCausland, the union secretary, told his ministers, we will resist. Those behind-the-scenes preparations and the recent signing of two 10-year contracts worth £650 million. Do you realize the big money the top Fabians are making on everything that's happening, apart from looting the banks and causing the crash, etc.? They're getting rewarded for doing it. It's astonishing what they can put out with their laws and the target groups and all the rest of it when there's nothing the public can do about the fact that the pirates keep looting the public. You see, justice is not part of their vocabulary in the Fabian system. This doesn't belong there. It's complete Darwinism and the right of those who have obviously proven they're the fittest to survive, to plunder and chain everyone else. Tenure contracts worth £650 million to get the ID cards program underway undermine recent speculation that Cabinet is considering acting the scheme as part of the general Whitehall spending squeeze, etc., etc., etc. You rise the money, it's, you, know, you rise everything at the top from the, the peasants' point of view below is totally corrupt. But it's quite normal for those at the top because the, the under-the-hand handshake, under-the-table handshakes, are all common. That's how government works at the top. It's all corrupt. And that's natural to them. Normal. They all know the lobbyists. They're all buddies with them. That's the new democracy. Carl quickly said it. CEOs will be the new overlords. That's what you have. And that's normal business practice. To plunder the peasantry. Amazing. And even out of Ireland, you find, to do with this flu thing, you see this flu idea is to terrify everyone into compliance and mand- taking mandatory inoculations. And it's also public-private deals with governments and the pharma industries. It keeps supplying all this useless stuff that won't do anything for real flu, but it's a fantastic profit for useless stuff. Where else can you get a deal like that when government will buy it all from you and mandate the public take it? But it's all, they also want to go ahead, you see, with, all the, with so many different inoculations that you can't even name them all on this show. I've looked into what the doctors have all been getting put to them to recommend that patients get. They want to give adults boosters all through their lives for everything and, and come up with new inoculations for different things as well. So we're just pin cushions. And I'm telling you, it's also very evident to many people the damage has been done to the immune systems of pretty well everyone with the inoculations we've had already. It cannot be argued with when you look at the statistics. Same with autism. Look where, it's, where it skyrocketed. What changed? The injections changed. That's what came in. 
compare the two side by side and see for yourself. That's the real world we live in because we are animals according to those at the top. Remember, they're all Darwinian and we have no rights whatsoever. The whole idea of Fabianism is that the experts, as Bertrand Russell said, should rule the people, the lessers down below. The experts should rule us all. And that's what we have. The experts rule us now. What can you say? But getting back to my point at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that if you're born into a system and your parents don't know to warn you or even say to you, do you know that this isn't the same system it was 10, 15 years ago? The child will think everything that exists within that system is quite natural. That's why they think that you don't need privacy. They're being brought up, being patted down, going into schools, having their lockers opened and checked and all the rest of it. They're being brought up with consensus in school. You don't get individualism anymore. You must all come to consensus on every topic, groupthink, for the herd mentality, the new herd mentality for the planet. They're prepared, well prepared. Now we'll go to the callers, and we've got John from California there. Are you there, John? Okay. Well, I'm going to go to a break in a second, but as I say, that's how they prepare every generation. And Barry had talked about this back in the 1930s, how they could do it and upgrade you every two or three years. Back with more after these messages. and most people don't even know how they come to the opinions that they presently hold and have no idea they'll hold different ones in about two or three years' time. And even then, they won't know how it got into their heads, but they'll all agree about the same things because they've all had the same perfect indoctrination by the same media ongoing. Even in Ireland, as I say, from the, the National Independent, uh, the government, uh, there's also a wise-up link I'll put on my site, cuttingthroughmetrics.com, and end of the show. It says here, the government is satisfied as all the powers it needs to introduce control should be required for, for, for quarantine, such as compulsory vaccination. Compulsory, see that's across the whole world now. Compulsory vaccination, that's what's come out with this bird thing, this bird flu, this whole hype. Quarantine, compulsory quarantine, travel bans, and involuntary hospital admission. They're going to force you to go in. It's the same international ones because it all comes from the World Health Organization. Mandatory vaccination, compulsory vaccinations. That's what they wanted to come out of this hype. Terrify you all, you're all begging them to help you, and then they come in with all their different quackery to re-engineer you. And you won't, know, you won't want to know how they're, they're re-engineering. They're already doing it. Now we'll go to John from California, if he's still there. You there, John? Good evening, Alan. How are you? Not so bad. Well, first, I want to thank you for providing me with a classical education. No institution has ever uh, given me the perspective and insight that you've provided me, and I truly appreciate it. You've empowered me in uh, ways that I never felt I would be. Um, 
to note what you just were talking about, uh, programming the masses. Uh, I grew up in Detroit and I live in Southern California, uh, close to the, the media machine, Hollywood. Yeah. And uh, since uh, studying your topics in depth, I've found a pervasive Freemasonic movement within the uh, media industry in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. And uh, I've come across a lot of the counterintelligence uh, that they utilize within their entertainment programming. And it certainly has been eye-opening. Um, even, for instance, uh, the influence of uh, Scientology mm -hmm. uh, within the city and how they're utilizing that uh, yeah. to penetrate the minds of the youth mm -hmm. uh, who aspire to work in the industry. Yeah. Uh, very interesting stuff. But one of the things I wanted to note to you, Alan, is... Uh, I went to Vancouver, British Columbia for my first time, and I was quite surprised to find the flag of the province uh, is aligned with the term the British Empire where the sun never sets. That's right. That's right. Yep. Oh, it was all pre-Masonic. Absolutely. Uh, it's also a, a particular way of seeing the sun undercover Vancouver. <laughs> yeah. mm. And, and it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's some police forces have the same emblems, too, of this rising sun over the land or the water. And the rays coming yeah, off. I'm sorry. It's my understanding now that the Freemasonic symbology is, is to be found all over Los Angeles, specifically yeah. perhaps Pasadena, which is a very old town within Southern California. Yeah. Um, but what, I, what I really struck me was that most Canadians themselves really have no idea of the persona of their own country. I mean, yep. They don't think twice about why the Queen is on their money and on every police precinct wall. I know. And they have a lieutenant governor too, a general as well, who represents the Queen in Parliament and in every province as well. Yep. But thanks for calling in. Yeah, people should look into the one on Scientology. There's a video on Google where the panorama guy does and it tries to get information on them. You see the harassment he goes through down in L.A. Well, from Hamish myself in Ontario, Canada, it's good nights and your God or your gods go with you.